Walk and Trades, your tool to building a new career with the Ori Georgetown Home Builders Association. Right, right now on the Liz Callaway Show with Mick Summer, only on Talk 94.5. That's right, talking trades with Ori Georgetown Home Builders Association. They're doing something about the workforce uh, shortage we're having here in the Grand Strand and, of course, in Ori and Georgetown. Joining us is is one of the, the people that is part of that solution. That would be Joey Davis of DCW Hardwoods. You can check them out online at dcwhardwoods.com. In case you have any questions for him, you can text us at 843-798-TALK, 798-8255. And uh, welcome to the show. You've never been here before. No, I haven't. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on in. I just need you a little bit closer. So, Joey, uh, tell us a little bit about what DCW Hardwoods is about so we know your perspective. So we are a uh, specialty lumberyard, largest in the Carolinas. Uh, We sell about 45 species of hard and softwoods, exotics, and we also are a custom shop that builds custom furniture, millwork, and architectural moldings and such. Yeah, well, we saw your work um, over at the Home Builders uh, Home Show over the the last weekend. Um, Some of the things you had on display were like beautiful countertops. And tell us, how is it that, you know, you you deal with certain kinds of woods, right? Yeah. uh, So we import from all over and we uh, deal a lot with what's called urban reclaimed lumber. So when a tree service or landowner is clearing property or cutting down trees, rather than going to a um, landfill or being burnt, we repurpose that and turn it into furniture or usable lumber. So, so how do you find all that? Well, like a- it saves homeowners and tree services time and money. Uh-huh. So basically we're offering a way for them to recycle and cost them less money because they don't have to pay to remove it or cut it up and pay to put it in the dump because mm-hmm. dumping things at the dump is not free. Right. So we save them money. It repurposes the wood. Um, so it, it basically helps everybody involved. I like it. And you are over in Little River? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And you employ how many people? We're nine. Nine people. Um, how, how how many years have you been in business and how has it has your business grown? How did you start? So I have had multiple businesses in this area for the last 20 years. Uh, this is the latest business I've been doing, which is my passion for about four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've grown from a one man shop to nine now. And, you know, just like every other employer, um, you know, finding people who want something besides a job who are actually willing to work and have a skill set that I need has always been challenging, mm-hmm. especially with the transient uh, type of pol- uh, population we have here in, in the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're doing if, uh, with the Home Builders Association is trying to give kids who are, you know, in their last couple years of high school an option besides college because not every kid's cut out for college or wants to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them can't see their way out of four or an eight-year degree or have the financial ability to do so. So we're giving them an option to learn trades that we, you know, we're in desperate need of, mm-hmm. from framing, plumbing, electrical, uh, you know, flooring, you know, AC work, all those things that are required to build, you know, to supply this housing boom we have. Uh, we're providing, you know, real-life skills for so when these kids graduate, they can go out and get a job. And they know how to do with, you know, they've been trained how to do it versus having to be, you know, a contractor or an employer and looking for people, you know, that don't have any skills or people that, you know, aren't teachable because they've, well, I've been doing this for 20 years and 
that kind of person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> and I'm sure everybody who's been in any kind of an employer situation or management situation has dealt with those people. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to help these kids early get a head start so they can get out there and make good money uh, without having a lot of student debt um, and, you know, help fill the gaps that we have in our, um, you know, employment force here. Yeah. And we found, um, you know, as, as we learn, uh, from all these different segments that many people who, uh, start out working for these companies and excel in certain fields eventually become an entrepreneur of their own. Absolutely. And an employer. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's pretty impressive. I mean, some people can do things like you said, you started as a one man shop. What are some of the skills that are needed for your type of business? So this is woodworking. Well, I mean, we're doing millwork and woodworking. Uh, so, I mean, just just the ability to read a tape measure mm. to understand what, you know, basic how to use basic tools, uh, understanding, you know, uh, you know, if you're going to be building homes or be a contractor, sir, you need to know building code. And what's safe. And so these kids are learning this stuff right out of school. And, you Mm -hmm. know, they're still getting their normal. uh, We're not taking them out of school. These are extra classes over and above. So, you know, they'll do their normal uh, school load and get the credits they're supposed to get. But instead of going into art or maybe gym, they'll go to the uh, arts and technology um, school and they'll do the last couple classes and they'll work in a shop. Last Mm -hmm. year we did, we built a house for Habitat for Humanity. Yes. And those kids, uh, you know, built that house from the frame up side by side with local contractors from the area that are Mm -hmm. part of the association. And, you know, they got taught how to do everything from the floors to the walls, the studs, the electrical, the plumbing, the AC, all of it. And they Mm -hmm. work side by side with these professionals who've been doing it for years and learned hands-on experience so they can, again, graduate and go right out into the workforce and get make good money to make a living off of. You know, I I often uh, talk to people uh, like yourself that are, are, create businesses around their passion. And you said you've owned other businesses mm-hmm. in the area, and this is actually a, a business that's of your passion. Yes. It is an art. Thank you. Um, you know, I've done what I've had to do most of my life, like most people who have jobs or mm-hmm. businesses. And the company I have currently is what I wanted to do. So, you know, I've, I've you did this ha- on the side or just for no, fun or um, I had another I had a pest control business in this area for 13 years. OK. And, uh, you know, we worked for Ori County School System. We took care of all the schools and, you know, it was a successful business. But it was something I started in 09 as a result of the recession. I was looking for something that was recession proof. Uh, and I figured, you know, hey, people have bugs that whether they got yeah, money or not, they're going right. to get rid of them. So but it was never really a passion. I never wanted to be a bug guy. Um, so it's not exactly a, uh, exciting, but you did it well, we did it well. And then I sold that and rolled the money into that, into something I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, I'm going to work every day and I love what I do. So people come with you with, I don't know, an idea plans. Mm -hmm. How do they come to you? Most of the time, uh, people come in and say, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm looking for this and, uh, I'm looking for this table or this bench or a mantle or, I'm looking to do this, but I can't find it in this size, or I can't find it the way I want, or everything's you know cheap junk, mm. you know from from Asia, and they don't and they don't want that. They want something that's 
made for them. Mm-hmm. And Are, you know, would you say consider these like heirloom quality? Oh yes, everything's guaranteed for life. Um, you know, as long as I'm breathing, it's warranted. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, they can bring it back for any reason. So it's guaranteed for your life. Yes, <laughs> can't right. speak for when I'm gone, <laughs> but I got you while I'm here. I got you. <laughs> so it's, make sure you stay healthy for sure. Um, okay, so that's it's very interesting though that um, there may be uh, maybe you have a grandchild or a child in your life that really does excel in in some kind of artistic form of the trades because it really is about creation creation foreseeing being able to visualize um and i i find it to be uh, i mean just people into like interior design or even designing a kitchen and and thinking out of the box and beyond the four walls or, you know, the island and where to put things. I mean, it's just fascinating to me about how many different areas that um, art really applies. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've dealt with contractors who do a fantastic job of making someone's home dream a reality. And, you know, a lot of these kids that we're seeing um, coming out of this program are, you know, a lot of people, the average person doesn't think like, oh, I, you know, I want to build houses. That's a, an attractive or a sexy job, shall we mm-hmm. say. But a lot of these kids, they like making things, whether it be framing a house, you know, they, they, they doing electrical work that, that appeals to them for whatever reason, because that's their niche. Mm-hmm. So those things make sense to them. And they, they, you know, a lot of these kids are really passionate about doing. And, you know, we've, uh, I've talked to most of our other board members on the advisory board, you know, and some of these kids are like, God, I would love to do this. And whether it's roofing or electrical, or whatever, when we were doing the Habitat for Humanity uh, house, you know, when each contractor would come in and spend time with these kids, some kids were like, I want to work with this guy. And they're like right into it. And they mm. loved it. And, you know, you wouldn't think that that would be the case, but, it, you know, it really is. So, you know, again, we're really, everybody has their niche. Everybody has the things that they love to do mm-hmm. and you have to expose them to it to find it. And so, you know, whether I find that the people that come to me for employment usually have a passion, they want to make things, they, they have interest in it mm-hmm. or, you know, whether it be the guys that run the sawmill or whether the guys that are doing the mill work or the guy who does finish work. Yeah. Each one of them likes doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I tell people all the time, if you're here just for a paycheck, this is not the place for you. Mm-hmm. If you're here because you want to do this job, that job or that job, and that excites you every morning, you know, hey, I'd love to talk to you. So, I mean, there are a lot of people here that are good workers. They have good attitudes. They want, they love this concept of working with their hands and creating things, but they don't have the skills. They don't know how to use a mill. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, most people don't. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's not who, something you learn every day. Would you be willing to train? I mean, do you oh, find that you we have to do on the job tra- on the job training because, you know, every workplace uh, has its own processes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, and, and you know, if if uh, someone who works for me or one of my team members, you know, doesn't do what they're supposed to do, the first thing I look at is, do we have a process in place for that? And we look inward and say, okay, well, that's our fault if we don't. It's not the employee's fault because they didn't know. Right. We put them out there and they didn't have the proper guidance. So that's mm-hmm. our fault. Now, if we have a system in place and they're not following it, yeah. then they're either we didn't tell them or they're not paying attention. So what are you really looking for in an employee, the most valuable? Um... Pa- passion and attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Everything else can be taught. You can't teach someone to be passionate. You can't teach someone to take pride in their work and mm-hmm. be passionate about something. To care. To you care, know, yeah. To really care about. They could the be good at it, but they're just like, right. yeah, whatever. And okay, yeah. well, it's quarter till I'm going to wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, I think, 
in every job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, and I think that's part of what we're trying to do with the Home Builders Association is get, there's so many different rabbit holes you can go down to with construction, mm-hmm. you know, it's exposing the kids to it and finding out which rabbit hole really excites them and yeah. where, you know, where they want to go and then helping them get there yeah. so they can go right out of school and make, you know, more than the average $30,000 a year or $25,000 mm-hmm. a year of Horry County. Cause that, you know, that's a tough, it could be a tough living these days, especially with inflation. Oh yeah. So if you can get them set up with a job right out of high school where they can make 40, 50, mm-hmm. $60,000 a year, we're doing them a service and we're doing community a service because we're providing good quality candidates that can do a good job the first time. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, you know, half the time these days when you call people, you know, you're not getting great results with some of the work that's gets done around mm-hmm. here because you know, the guy's, you know, he's got a, a problem with substance abuse of some type or, mm-hmm. you know, they, they can't get a car or they can't drive or, you know, they're just not, mm-hmm. you know, they're, oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm here. I've been here for six months and I'm probably going to be leaving in six months. Yeah, you know, right. The guy down the block is here. paying a few dollars more. And after you yeah. spend all that time training somebody, they're off. And it's to, a big investment to train to, people. Yeah, you it know, is. As an employer, we spend a lot of time and a lot yeah. of money. I mean, you know, we looked at the numbers and I think in, in even industry wide, uh, throughout you'll spend as an employer ten to $20,000 on a, a new employee between the amount of time mm-hmm. you spent training them, you know, uh, running ads, uh, you yeah. know, uniforms, materials, equipment, mistakes, all those things. Mm-hmm. You put a lot of time and effort into these people. So, you know, by getting these people training and getting them set up early and finding people who really want to do certain jobs. You want them to stay. It saves employers money. It mm-hmm. gives the consumer, and that translates into less cost for consumers, yeah. I think, too, because the employers aren't having such a hard time spending and getting, spending money on and uh, finding good candidates. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and it's great to know that there are so many business owners, especially members of the Ori Georgetown Home Builders Association, that are part of the solution and not just sitting there complaining. Yeah. Um, so you are on the advisory board yes, uh, for the student chapter. So you kind of are part of the, uh, I guess, uh, how to guide that ship. We're always looking for basically, you know, we get together and we're trying to figure out how we can best serve the program, how mm-hmm. we can get, you know, uh, more budget from the Horry County school system to make the more cl- bigger classes, more teachers, mm. and expand the program. So again, we can provide a bigger workforce. Because yeah, right now it's only in one school. Yeah, one school, and you know I think we got about maybe thirty something kids. Yeah. And you know when you look at the housing, I mean Myrtle Beach in Horry County and Georgetown County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. Mm-hmm. I think we're like the top five huge in the United States. Huge county, huge school mm-hmm. system, lots of kids. And so, yeah. and, and a huge need. I mean, yes. you know, we got people coming here from all over the country, moving here because of, you know, what this area has to offer mm-hmm. and the low tax rates and yeah. beautiful area. And I hear day after day, I can't find a good contractor. I can't find a good mm-hmm. plumber. I can't find this. I can't find that. Or everybody's busy out two, three months. Yes, right. So, exactly. you know, and, and, and really, and it's unfortunate, but if anybody's worth anything, they're, they're backed up two, three months. Mm-hmm. So are we, I mean, any, any customers we got, it's usually a two month wait because yeah. there's really not anybody else who does what we do. Or just like with these other contractors, there's not a whole lot of people out there who are doing a good job right the first time, mm, you know, absolutely. you're not having to go back and. Yeah. Have issues. Yeah. And that always costs more money. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Well, um, do we have any questions for Joey? Uh, yeah. Actually, someone wants to know how to get a hold of you. Okay. Uh, we are, um, our phone number is 843-231-6767. We are on every form of social media and um, map program possible. 
So all you have to do is type into your phone, computer, DCW Hardwoods, and we will come up. Um, we're really easy to find right up near the swing bridge on Sea Mountain Highway and Little River. And, uh, of course, you know, we can help you with anything. And if we can't, we'll definitely point you in the right direction of someone who can. Okay. I passed it along. All right. DCWHardwoods.com. Joey Davis and, uh, of course, representing Ori Georgetown Home Builders Association. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. And for sharing, um, you know, all that you're you're doing to help uh, build this workforce. This is why this is what's going to attract more businesses. Yeah. And uh, and you have really focused in on a niche, and that is something that can be done as well. It yeah. doesn't always have to be just, you know, just the main idea of woodwork, but you could be as creative as you want to be. Create your own company. You know, and, you know, I've talked to a lot of people who come to me uh, who are in similar industries of what I'm doing. and like, mm-hmm. well, you know, how did you start your business or you know, how did you get it off the ground or well, how did you pick what you were going to do? I said, Really, you know, I've done a lot of stuff over the years. Um, it's just finding something you really like doing. The money will come later. Yeah. You, if you're good at it and you enjoy doing it, everyone successful to it. says that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not easy. It's yeah. really hard. I know. But I mean, just, it doesn't take long for people to recognize when you're passionate about something yeah. and you're good at it. Exactly. You just have to have faith in yourself to do so. All right, Joey Davis, DCW Hardwoods, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great day, Liz. Thanks for listening to The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers.